Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. It's episode 93 of the Hop Nation USA podcast featuring Adam. Hello. And a very special guest this week, KDT. Hi. We're here with beer. That's our thing. It's what we do. I don't know if you've <laughs> picked up on yeah. that. Well, maybe I'm talking, you know, there's maybe been a misclick. You're looking for something else and you wound up on a beer podcast. I That's like, where you are now. I don't think it was a misclick. I think they clicked blindly instead yeah. mm-hmm. and they're here. Right. I'm here for the beer. They didn't screw up. (laughs) (laughs) They just ended up here. That's fine. Well, keep listening and you'll find out that they found themselves in good company. We are the Albuquerque of the podcast world. Sure. Nobody wanted to be here. It just ended up here. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to say that. I think a lot of people want to be here. (laughs) I mean, I do. I wanted to be here. Yeah. I wanted to be here. Three at minimum. <laughs> Nobody wants to be in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in Albuquerque, although maybe because of the weather. It's I better could, than what we got right now. I could check it out for a couple of days. <laughs> right, Never let, been there. Let's stop being old people and talking about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> New Mexico. It's, it's, I was about to say it's the hot thing on everybody's tip uh, of the tongue, but uh, it's not accurate. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Let's talk beers. Yes. I did want to preface it with the weather a little bit because we are going to be talking about warmer climate beer. Yes, we are. Yes. Uh, It's been a bit. We haven't done an episode technically like this in a while, but we did set out with a mission to do one episode for all 50 states in the union, and we are picking that back up. Yes. Not to mention the District of Columbia. And the District of Columbia. So 51. (laughs) How many have we done so far then? Four? Colorado. 93 episodes, four state-centric. We're, we're not very good at this. We're not good at this. No, our, you're, our distro leaving, isn't. you're leaving yourself a lot of potential. <laughs> That's right. That's all. It's, it's a lot of potential. It's like teasing it out, you know, six yeah. seasons in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so entourage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this week we're going to do Florida. A fine state. A warm and state. It's even more important. <laughs> the warm, warm state. state. A warm state. So we're going to kick it off right quick with probably one of the most well-known breweries in PA. Wait. From Florida. From, from Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah, from right. Florida. Yeah. All right. Don't be switching it on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> one of the most well-known breweries from Florida Thank in PA. You. Cigar City Brewing out of Tampa, Florida. And we have... The Space Pope. The Space Pope is an India Pale Ale with 45 IBUs. And 7.2 on the alcohol. And, of course, Space Pope is a reference to the Futurama episode where they had a Space Pope. Right. And it was a lizard. Yes. That's even mentioned in the untapped write-up. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I yes. didn't know that. It's, it starts out, is the Space Pope reptilian? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. However, if you look at the can, this Space Pope is a shark. Oh. So, I mean, it makes sense. Space shark, Space Pope. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. 
I like to think it's a space cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> so I do appreciate that they made the space pope with galaxy hops. And well, yeah. How could you not? <laughs> they, you'd be a jerk. Yeah. It's also made with uh, mosaic, citra, and hallertau blanc. Hallertau blanc. Yes. Did we get an IBU on this one? 45. Uh, 45. 45? Okay. Yes. Low key for you. Great. You don't have to Hopefully. spit it out. <laughs> I'll drink it. <laughs> I'll drink most anything. I like the pain. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to last week's episode, you know. You were a trooper. <laughs> you you are for correct. someone who hates IPAs. It was a lot coming at you <laughs> one episode. Well, in previous episodes, we had some beers that I like that others don't. So it was time to return the favor. Well, the cream ale episode seemed to go okay. Yeah, that, that one went fine for Adam. Mm-hmm. I, and I kind of gave him the cream ale episode because I kind of knew last week's episode was going <laughs> to happen too. <laughs> I didn't realize the uh, one beer was a cream ale. I could have gotten it to you sooner. Could have been featured then. That's all right. We'll just have to drink it now. We still got to give Florida their love. Mm. We're still going to give Florida their love. (laughs) It's part of the format. (laughs) We got to. It's part of the format. (laughs) However, the third segment will be paying tribute to Florida in a certain way, using a certain news headline that's very popular. That usually starts Uh, with Florida man. (laughs) My favorite obscure Florida story was the girl who was visiting her friend and went to go and make like Totino's pizza rolls or something like that. And she preheated the oven and the bullets that were stored in the oven went off and shot her in the leg. Nice. That's one of my favorite (laughs) ridiculous Florida stories. going to assume that that was North Florida. (laughs) I don't know. Florida's upside down from the rest of the country because you have your urban folks that would remind me of like New York or Boston. They're all the way down in Miami. And then your middle of the country Midwest people are like mid-state St. Pete, Tampa. And then your deep south is up north, like Gainesville and Alachua. So Florida's upside down. The further south you go, the more northern you get. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just proof that Miami has the better real estate, the nicer. And that's where all the rich people want to put their money. Mm -hmm. I've never been there, but it makes me think of the birdcage. And if it's like that, then I want to go could be i don't if know robin, i've never been either i mean i'd hang out with nathan lane i'd be all right right if, if him and robin williams are there i'm in <laughs> yeah put me down for that my big interest in florida is the key lime pie that has <clears throat> the meringue stacked way tight mm-hmm. yeah nope. yeah that's all you you can have my slice okay not dr- oh. i don't know Okay, well, good to know that we also will not give you any of our uh, tall grass key lime pie beer. No, I wouldn't <laughs> drink it. It would go. It would get wasted in my house. Well, speaking of getting wasted, <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about this beer. Hey, it looks like a hazy IPA, even though it's not marketed as such. No, but it honestly, it is, yeah. If yeah. this was on last week's episode, I I think it would seriously not only fit right into it, but I'd be a leader in the pack. Yeah, I, I would say clarity wise, it's a little. Uh, more clear than that fat orange cat that we had, mm-hmm. but it's a little hazier than the Consolation Prize. Agreed. This looks like so there you blue go. moon to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it also does look a little bit like a Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> On the nose, though, you can tell it's not. No, it is 0% Belgian. Yeah, I smelled it as soon as I opened the can. Uh, same it here. puffed in my nose. <laughs> well, it, as you poured them out and they were sitting on the table, I could kind of get a couple of wafts of hops. It smells tropical, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig it. Tiny bit of pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, I get the pineapple. Shall we? Okay, time for drinks. Still pineapple. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's not overbearing. No. It is not overbearing. No, it still has that IPA-ness to it, uh, but it is not a, a punch in the face. No, definitely not. And I like that. 
non palate wrecking. <laughs> now I will say if you take a, a quick swig on it rather than kind of try to savor savor it, yeah, it it does have a little bit more of a hop spike to it. If yeah, you just take a, a just a quick hitter. Yeah, I can feel the hops linger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't linger too too much though. No, it's not, no. It's not like sickeningly resinous or anything like that. Right, definitely not. Or bitter. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think know. it's bitter at all. Yeah, not at all. Doesn't it? Like, I mean, I like it, so it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> so it's, it's hard. If you're not an IPA fan, is that bitter? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like for me, it's like, yeah, this is really good drinking. I like it. <laughs> no, I can definitely tell that it is. It is a hop centric beer. Mm-hmm. I guess is the the best way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is definitely a lot softer than other ones that I've had. Right. For the style. <laughs> It is, it is, I don't want to say inoffensive because that sounds insulting, Yeah. Okay, but it's inoffensive. Yeah. Yeah. In a good yeah. way. I think I'm glad we kind of had that cream ale episode a couple episodes ago because now I'm reminded, oh yeah, beers do have really soft sides. Oh yeah. Because for the, for me, this one is just like, oh, this is totally drinkable as in any day, any time. Mm-hmm. Just have it whenever. For you. For me. Yeah, yeah. for me. Not for me. Though. But I had to be reminded sometimes <laughs> beers are actually softer. Yeah, you got to recenter yourself. <laughs> that is the beer I open when I get home from work and start making dinner. Not for me. No, not for no. you. <laughs> no. Now, I might be willing to put a brat in a bath of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be good. You know, I, that'd I'd, be pretty good. I'd be down with that. Yeah. This makes me think of like fruit salad. I could see that with the What's citrus that? notes, the pineapple notes yeah. on it. You just pair this with fruit salad for like lunch or whatever. Ambrosia salad. That's what it's making me think of. Oh, when that... you said fruit salad, that's my head. But I'm still on the pineapple. Is that really the shit where it's out. like? I think it's like pineapple and like. I thought it was like marshmallow and jello. And I think that's like in there too. I don't know. I've never made it. Okay. What the hell kind of salad are you guys eating? It's, it's not like a real salad. It's like. <laughs> it's a like, 1950s like, salad. Like, like jello pretzel salad. It's not oh, actually okay. salad. All it's right. just a bunch of junks in a bowl. So they call it a salad. So there, there's no neighborhood bar in Pittsburgh that's gonna try to put French fries on it. No. Okay. I, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, but maybe could. if they drank a lot of these beers they might think that's a good idea somebody might try it but Put the french fries in the jello just to be clear we're not mm. recommending this you may try this at home but we're not telling you to do it and honestly don't tell us if you did it no actually i want to see that yeah no tell us <laughs> i'm actually gonna pitch something to somebody tag the show yeah. right. <laughs> tag the show i'm gonna pitch something though you make gravy mm-hmm and then you put a little gelatin in the gravy. Okay. And then you put fries in the gravy and you let it set up in a mold. And you got poutine salad. Oh. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. No, how Wait, would you go about... Be- Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, there should be cheese curds yeah. as well. Well, yeah, yeah. You can add more to it. But I'm just saying, I'm giving a base recipe of gravy and fries... <laughs> All right. In the gelatin. Time for some experimentation. Yeah. I'm going to need picks if this happens. <laughs> All right. Picks or it didn't Somebody happen. Somebody do it. <laughs> I got Ooh. spare bread tins. We can make this happen. Can it be any French fry? Is there a particular, like, hmm. does it have to be a thicker, like, potato patch hmm. French fry? Or can you just use, like, the Wendy's new sea salt? Because that's not new anymore. It's been, like, no. four years. <laughs> I'm just old, I guess. I, I would say that sweet potato fries are right out. Sweet potato fries are out. Arby's curlies are out. Right. Oh, those are both good, though. They are. Oh, yeah. They're great. I would maybe okay waffle fries as a bed. Yes. Yes. They are sturdier. Yeah. Mad Max has really good waffle fries. They really do. Yeah. I don't know. Let's look into this. Somebody else with a kitchen podcast. Check it out. (laughs) Figure it out. I want poutine now, but maybe not with the gelatin. (laughs) 
I don't even. Where do we get a cheese curd in our area, though? There's mm-hmm. got to be a cheesemonger around here somewhere. Somewhere. Strip district. There has to be a cheesemonger oh, in the yeah. strip district. Yeah. They got everything. Yeah, that's true. They do. Do Marky D's not do it? I, they got they got the cheese thing in the Robinson one. They but I don't do. Know if they I, have curd. I don't know either. I got we go lost check. in the Settlers Ridge Market District the first time I was in there. They changed everything up. It's very large. Yeah, they swapped it all around. Now bread is where like the cooking utensils used to be, and you walk straight in and you're right in the pop aisle now. Huh. I, I don't know. I. I go in i go to beer and i leave the beer is the same place that's the key <laughs> beer, same that's place. Fine. That's <laughs> oh is that bar still where it's supposed to be all right yeah, 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 everything else oh, is okay. noise what? as long as i can get the bar and the sushi in the same area <laughs> yeah, i don't give a shit i'm fortunate that i can shop at the commissary for my groceries so i can save money to buy more beer <laughs> <laughs> that's why i switched to all these priorities <laughs> priorities so you bring up the commissary because you are in the military. Air we, Force. We we mentioned that I believe Yay. an episode or two ago. Two yeah. when Dennis was on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Dennis was army. Yeah, yeah we, Dennis was yeah. army. We feud. There's feuds <laughs> among the branches, except for the Coast Guard. So it's like you'll hear like the Marine Corps call us all like a I can say whatever I want, right? Oh, yeah. They'll yeah, call yeah. us all a bunch of pussies and like, oh, because you don't actually do any real work because the Marine Corps is like the hardcore, like, and they burned it. I didn't go to boot camp for like ever. I'm pretty sure the Marine <laughs> Corps calls everybody pussies. Exactly. Right. So that's, 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 that, that's not interbranch like, fighting. That's just Marines calling everybody yeah. pussies. <laughs> and then like, we all kind of just like generally hate the navy but there's nothing wrong with the navy so you just kind of like <laughs> cling to like the gay jokes because there's nothing else but then that's like inappropriate these days so like that's just kind of fallen by the wayside and then like everybody calls the air force the chair force because all mm. we do is sit and do no work which is a lie <laughs> sometimes um and then my chair a couple times and then in the air force we say everything like did you ever hear some they say something is idiot proof mm-hmm. well we always say it's army proof mm. nice it's army smart <laughs> means it's really dumbed down so like those are like the general memes that we all just kind of throw at each other but then there's the coast guard it technically falls under the department of transportation so like anytime somebody speaks up like well the coast guard you'll just see every head's like Phoop. no <laughs> you don't get to say you're not real military sit down so you were in the army air force air force oh my goodness <laughs> shots fired air force i fix airplanes yeah. But a part of that, you did a lot of traveling. I do. I do a lot of traveling um, just personally. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe because of the Air Force, I've just made friends all over the place in general. And like as people get out, they relocate to different places. But since my husband works for an airline, um, I get to fly for free anyway. So it's like, well, I just have to sit standby for two hours and I can go to Atlanta or in this Mm -hmm. case, Florida or wherever. So... So you've been on a number of beer ventures then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's more like a go places than like, while I'm here, <laughs> let's find a brewery. <laughs> oh, yes. I am here to visit you, mom. But also, <laughs> what we're going this way. So what is your favorite traveling brewery experience outside of Pittsburgh for the listeners who are in our Pennsylvania area looking for somewhere to go? Intracoastal, actually, um, which is going to be one of the beers that we have later. My husband was so enthralled. He bought a hat which is a big deal because it didn't say New York Giants or New York Yankees on it, and he <laughs> still wears it. So, um, But yeah, no, Intracoastal was just a happy accident. I was looking at beers in the area because we were in Satellite Beach, and that was one that popped up. I think it's actually in Melbourne, so it was 
15 minutes away from where we were and I was like looking at their beer list and I'm like oh I'm like this place like I like this list it's got beers that I would drink beers that he would drink like it wasn't just you know a sheet of IPAs Mm -hmm. um thank goodness (laughs) yeah I'm really off put by that I need diversity Mm -hmm. so uh yeah so we're like all right well let's go check this one out and we hopped out of our uber and there was a party happening just randomly so there was like food trucks all around and like there's like an it kind of reminded me of um what's the one in millvale oh uh, grist house Um, thank you grist house brain fart but uh yeah so there's an outdoor area and there's like a little indoor area and they had like board games they had shuffleboard and apparently like the pop-up party is just like every other week down there this one was specifically christmas themed so there was people in uh santa outfits passing out uh koozies and stuff like that um their sampler is like not huge i think there was like six or nine of them instead of like just normal four flights wow yeah (laughs) so it was a good time i really enjoyed intracoastal and all the beers were great honestly there was not a single beer i disliked and the only one my husband disliked was the uh snickerdoodle but he hates cinnamon so what are you you gonna do (laughs) right (laughs) i hate grapefruit i don't like it doesn't matter what (laughs) exactly so so i do have to ask a question uh since sam isn't here do they allow dogs there yes okay oh my god i pet all the dogs (laughs) (laughs) yes you're gonna fit in just fine (laughs) yes i pet all the dogs i i'm I'm a dog human. I do have a cat, but we're not convinced he knows he has a cat. No, I have two pit bull mixes. Unless my insurance company is listening, then they're lab mixes. <laughs> no. um, one is actually a pit bull Australian cattle dog 50-50, and he kind of looks more like a hyena. Oh, okay. He looks like one of the hyenas from The Lion King. I don't know another way to explain it. My, like To the extent that my friend tried to convince us to name him Eddie, <laughs> but instead we named him Jake. And we call him Jake S. Farm. <laughs> I haven't found dog khakis yet, but we're working on it. He sounds ugly. <laughs> He's so ugly. He looks like a hyena. I'm obsessed with my dogs. You can cut all this out because I know. I just, oh, no. I, if you leave me alone, I will talk about my dogs for like an hour. And then there's the cat and his name is Phil Katzel. Nice. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome name. Yeah, it gets better. My coworker named his cat Mario Lemiao. <laughs> he was torn between Marc Andre Furry and Mario Lemiao, and I believe he went with Mario Lemiao. And then he was like telling me this, and I was like, "That's perfect," because my cats Phil Katzel. They should hang out. <laughs> Does Phil Castle eat hot dogs? <laughs> he would if I let him. Um, he really enjoys Chinese food. I let him have duck. But you can't give them garlic, so you have to be very particular. Your cat is part vampire. <laughs> yes. Bunicula. All, all, cat, all cats are part vampire. Okay. We've unlocked it. <laughs> Do you guys know what Bunicula is? Wasn't that? Yes. Like Do old, you? Okay. Yes. My husband has no... He's two years younger than me. Okay. I'm 34, so he's 32. He has no idea what Bunicula is. Do you remember Bunicula? Wasn't that on sale at like the Scholastic Book Fair? It was like an easy reader when you were yeah. in like second grade about this vampire bunny rabbit yeah. that would suck all the juice out of the vegetables in the refrigerator yeah. you know, at night. Okay, yeah. And the one book was called The Celery Stalks at Midnight. Yep. It was like, you know, baby's first pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad somebody else remembers it. Oh, no. I got you back. Don't worry. I, I got all that obscure stuff, apparently. That's fine. Yeah. No, I, I vaguely remember mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. If it's it useful like, trivia, I'm yeah. out. It was like... Oh, like, no, this is very useful. <laughs> how is Benicula useful? <laughs> One day it will be useful. Okay. I don't know One how. <laughs> I don't know when. And I don't know why. Adam, you found kind of a treasure trove of throwing out references on the show. 
True. Like, it's useful in that way to stump <laughs> everybody else into saying, what the fuck is Dino Riders? I am impressed by the Sporty Man references. And I remember Dino Riders, by the way. Thank you. I talked to you guys. You guys can't hear me because I'm listening because it's also like three days after you've actually recorded. But I'm talking to you and you guys like, um, Fat Orange Cat has a raspberry chocolate stout that I had not too long ago because you guys were wondering if they have a stout. And I was talking to you during the episode. You just didn't know. And I'm like, oh, I got to remember to tell them that that exists. If it makes you feel any better every once every once in a great while i'll listen to an episode and and i will rehear a conversation and i'll hear either steve or sam say something and my immediate thought is to respond with something and then i will respond with the same exact thing that is in my head (laughs) like i you know i talked over myself with myself well you know what at least that's a good way to judge that you're not a person who flip-flops on the issues right. <laughs> yeah yeah i know you're consistent that's good we're you're, mi- we're you were about that. To, you're about to yell at the man on the radio for, that has the same exact opinion that right. you do i can't i can't handle yelling at the radio mark madden comes on i gotta taste it because like this is our screaming no <laughs> can't do it mark man's an excellent heel but yeah i can't listen to him either right (laughs) i never know anymore like does he really feel the way that he feels or is he just saying it to get a rise out of people Uh, he's working the audience most of the time that's what i think but i don't know sometimes he's so right about things though it just makes me so mad i'm like i want you to be wrong just once (laughs) damn it anybody will tell you the best heels are right they you just hate the way they present it (laughs) (sighs) speaking of right yeah let's talk about me now Okay. No, I don't know. Go I for got, it. I really don't have anything. Okay. Do you have maybe a news story? I do. Oh, okay. I do. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you something. <laughs> that actually is right. So remember back in 2017? No. When the Brewers Association. <laughs> I don't oh, remember. It was a rough two... year for you. Huh? I don't know. No, I barely breakfast. remember two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember breakfast. <laughs> so the uh, the Brewers Association, they came out with their uh, independent craft beer logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they have upped the ante a little bit. Mm-hmm. They have introduced a new logo mm-hmm. for the uh, Brewers Association Certified Independent Craft Beer Supporter. Okay, so like ally? Exactly. Okay. This is their ally sticker. All right. So if you support independent craft beer, uh, whether you are a website or a news blog or a podcast or any, any adjacent su- business. Us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. If you are independent craft beer adjacent, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, there, there are you know logos available that you can put on your website, things of that nature. Hmm. So they've they've kind of upped the ante to to include those that are independent craft beer adjacent. Okay. So that uh, got introduced today. Neat. They also um, brought in a new website. Would you like to hear what it is? Sure. It is supportindependentbeer.com. Oh, okay. So simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's nice. So I just throwing that out there. We might put that on the website. Yeah, maybe. As soon as I get my ass in gear. <laughs> <laughs> I did redesign the website a little bit, hopnationusa.com. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> to include a link to our t-shirts on TeePublic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a little note that the uh, the Brewers Association is expanding the envelope of in, you know, independent craft beer mm-hmm. to support those that are adjacent. Yeah. And anybody who just wants to say that they support it. Right. Because you might have, um, I'm thinking uh, there's Prohibition Pastries mm-hmm. uh, here in Pittsburgh. And they pres- they provide all those nice treats that come in the first sip brew box. But they make like whoopie pies and stuff. And the buttercream right. is made with beer. Yeah. So maybe Ooh. they would want to say, hey. We'll, we'll send them a link. Yeah. Or Pot Liquor the, out mm-hmm. of Vermont. 
they make beer jelly. So yes, yeah. very good beer jelly, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I'm telling you. You know this. I noticed. <laughs> I bought two. Tell of the them. audience. Yeah, I bought two of them at the Christmas thing. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I think I think just a short plug for first sip. I believe they're adding a new flavor. Oh yeah. Do I'm we not, know what it is? No. Bummer. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure. Go to firstsipbrewbox.com and find out maybe yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah, maybe eventually. And then use the promo code you heard at the top of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Building suspense. Okay, plug, 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 we're done. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see here. Yeah, we got we got first sip, we got the t shirts. Yeah. We got us. Website. We're good. Yeah, we're all good. Pastry place. <laughs> Pastry place, that's right. Yeah. All right, cool. So, do we want to come back to the Space Pope, though? Yes. And his declarations <laughs> of hoppiness. <laughs> yes, let us. <sighs> Would you like me to go first? Uh, no, I was just going to say, if the Space Pope is going to say, hey, beer tastes like this, then I'll be like, okay, Space Pope, that's cool. <laughs> so, like, can you find that Futurama episode and every time that they say Space Pope, just dub it over every time we say Space Pope? Or will we get sued to high hell for that? I could do that, but that also sounds like a lot of work. That'd be so funny. <laughs> What's actually going to be funnier is if I actually do do that, and <laughs> we've already been saying Space Pope in the Futurama voice, and nobody knows. We uh, don't know that. Yeah. Because Ooh. I do that all the time, and I annoy people when I put in sound effects when they get reference <laughs> to be put in, and you've already heard the sound effect. <laughs> Welcome to the future. I need right. that to Obama. happen. The, the old Terminator timeline of things happening. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> but yes, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this beer. I liked it. I definitely liked it. I can appreciate what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too mean to you. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I, I know what they're going for. And what they went for, it was done quite well. Yeah. It's just not for me. And, uh, you know, just a little added note. It didn't come in on a hype beast train. No. So I can just appreciate it as a beer no. and not actually be disappointed in any way. It just showed up as, yeah. as the uh, Space Pope. Just showed up as the Space Pope. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Space Pope's fine. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Moving it on. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to come back with segment two. And segment two is going to be a lot of fun. I think maybe. I hope so. <laughs> oh, no. So stay tuned. No, I'm anxious. <laughs> Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Tavor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Tavor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, Belgium, New Zealand, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off any order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com, Tavor. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 93 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're doing Florida, America's penis. (laughs) I believe the proper nomenclature is America's wang. Oh, okay. My bad. Just so you know. <laughs> Let's be politically correct here. Four out of five doctors call it America's wang. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yes, we're here. We're doing beers from all over the great state of Florida because we're trying to get ourselves into a warmer mindset yes. after the polar vortex has frozen everything over. After? Yes. That's Tomorrow's when... supposed to be zero. <laughs> what do you mean there's no after? 
Well, I mean, it's Friday, so... (laughs) Friday at noon when everybody's supposed to listen. No, I mean, the next five days are supposed to be zero. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I don't know. It's right in the middle. Somebody else figure it out. (laughs) It's Western Pennsylvania. It's January. It's cold. Yeah. I want to be here. Nobody wants to be here. No. It's cold. Suck it. (laughs) I'm all right with it. I'm fat, so... (laughs) I get to last longer than the rest of you. Oh, man, I can't do cold. I'm so bad at it. Layers. All the layers. Yep. So, we do have a second beer, though. We do. Yay. Would you like to hear about it? Please. So, this one comes from Brew Hub. Brew Hub? I, Brew Hub. I don't know if it's the Brew Hub. I think it's just Brew Hub. You all right? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking of other things that are hubs. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. Could, they could really stand the rebrand this can now that I know what the... Brew Hub. Uh, yeah. I get that. I feel like I'm out of the loop. Pornhub. Oh, wow. My brain didn't even go there. My brain's always there, so... <laughs> no, more of a red tube person. <laughs> anyway, right, fair okay. enough. <laughs> I live in the gutter. <laughs> Dad, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Anyways, as he tries to pull out of this Noah's dive... <laughs> <laughs> pull up, pull up. <laughs> no, I saw that on Red Tube, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from Brew Hub, we have the Matt Black. Yes. This is a black lager brewed with coffee. Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, just so you know, it is Guatemalan coffee. Mm. Fancy. Yes. That has been, of course, cold brewed. Mm. Duh. 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 Why <laughs> yes. So it's a black lager, so it's a Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. Yes. I see your Schwartz beer is as big as mine. Five percent ABV, twenty IBUs, and at least one grown. Huh? Only five percent. That's sounds really drinkable. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> that sounds really drinkable. Sorry, I bought you this low beer. <laughs> My beer. Huh? Ooh. So while you pour this one up, I just had another beer that had coffee in it from Masthead. It's called just called Single Origin Coffee Beer. Okay. And it was made with Ethiopian coffee. Oh, very so, nice. So maybe. I'll never be able to tell the difference between coffee. <laughs> I can tell you the difference between a light roast and a dark roast, and that's about it. I cannot. I just drink coffee, and then I enjoy my coffee. Uh, a light roast is roasted less than a dark roast. You got it. <laughs> but it has more caffeine than a dark roast. Also true, yes, because yeah, it doesn't get burnt cook off. cook the coffee out. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to, to get hype, go for a, uh, a light, light roast. Ro- light roast yeah. Blonde oh. roast, I think, is like the mm-hmm. fashionable... Fashionable. Yes. Whatever. I like gecko coffee. Don't judge me. You can't. I drink the free stuff in the office. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I do so. that, too. Well, I get free coffee at gecko with a military ID. Oh, very nice. So, yeah. Dennis, if you're listening, I know you're not because you're not on this episode, but that's okay. You might pick it up. Who knows? This just smells like coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As you can smell the coffee almost as quickly as you can just try to look at it. It's dark, but if you bend it against the light, it does have like red and... Yeah brown hues to it you can kind of see through it a little redder than coffee but yes. definitely yeah. coffee yeah so it's not matte black i was expecting a completely opaque stouty beer but sorry my dude well, well it's not a stout well it's called matte black so you expect it, it to black. be matte black change the name <laughs> change already your, change your brewery <laughs> name change your beer name <laughs> no no don't change the brewery name change the branding so, yeah. so they get the nice at least the can is a matte black do you want like a picture of a couch on the can or something could be a couch on black the can black leather really lean no into it no particular reason <laughs> <laughs> really lean into it have fake taxis have, <laughs> have the couches 
right? As I pull back on this yoke with all my might. <laughs> We're going to miss these mountains, damn it. Can you tell I'm in the military? <laughs> I even got in the weird stuff, Adam. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yeah, but on the nose. <laughs> anyway, this coffee that's, smells like that's beer. How you, that's how you avoid the mountains. <laughs> on the nose? Yeah. So, on the nose, it smells just like, yeah, a really fresh roast mm-hmm. of coffee. Yeah, I, I'm going to drink this. Yep. Well, I'd hope so. No point in going against format now. Ooh, that's really good. That is cold brew. Uh, I really like that. The end. Huh. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything negative. I'm actually just kind of surprised. It is a lot different than I'm used to with a lot of uh, coffee beers. I think maybe because so many coffee beers tend to be like a stout and mm-hmm. a porter, mm-hmm. and this is definitely a lager. Yeah, you can so definitely it's, tell it's yeah. a lager on the back end. Yeah, I, I really like this beer. It doesn't have that like I'm used to like a syrupy consistency with strong like coffee stouts right and this is not that it's a big it's usually a big robust beer. yeah mm-hmm. this is a this is a very smooth drinker i am a big fan of this beer yeah i'm actually surprised my husband liked this beer because he hates cold coffee and this is cold coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is cold coffee for sure yeah it it, it has i don't want to say it's thin no, but I, but like like what you're already saying, like yeah, you, you expect syrupy. You expect mm-hmm. it to be a thick, heady beer, yeah. and it's a it's just a lager. Yeah. I, I would yeah. put it in the same arena as the Cold Drip City from Spoonwood. Ooh, a little bit, but yeah, it, in, in so much that it's not a big heavy coffee beer. It's not well. It's not a big heavy coffee. I'm sorry, stout. big coffee stout. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, I, yeah. I misspoke. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's a lighter beer, but it still has that good coffee flavor to it. Yes, yeah. I, I, again, it. You can definitely tell it's a lager, so mm-hmm. it's, it also sets itself apart from the Cold Drip City that way, too. True. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. It, yeah, this is a really interesting beer. I don't hate it. I, I just want... <laughs> I'm just... No, no, it's having, different. It's just... Yeah, I'm just enjoying taking unexpected. it apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just drinking it. I just right, really yeah. like this. This, <laughs> this is one of those beers where I don't want to dissect it. I don't want to get into the minutia of it. I just want to drink it and enjoy it. Well, you don't have to. You love lagers anyway. So. I love lagers and I love coffee beers. <laughs> I love lamb. Yeah. <laughs> it was no, that's there. Evil genius. Yeah. It was there. <laughs> I like that beer too, though. <laughs> Funny enough, I have an evil genius oh, you glass do. right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. I have never met an evil genius I disliked, actually. Not yet. Kind of hard. They're pretty good overall. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't think I've had like 30 of them. I think I've had yeah. like, I don't know, maybe eight. I mean, that's still a pretty good number. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's more than enough to figure out if you like a brewery right, or not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you've gotten to eight and you're still not sure, then I think that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a good beer, and we're going to enjoy it. Damn right. As we reach cruising altitude once again. <laughs> As we level off into a cruising altitude. I wanted to read the weird line on the can again. There it is. These two brews engage in an elegant and subtle dance. So would you say that is accurate after having tasted it? I would say that. Okay. I would say that. All right. It is very dancey. Dancey? Yeah. For me, it actually reminds me of video editing. How so? So it kind of reminds me of a crossfade, of fading from one to another. Ah. There's a lot of coffee up front, and it seamlessly kind of fades to a lager. But not, not necessarily as harsh as like a star wipe. Right. No, definitely not as harsh or <laughs> as obnoxious or out of date as a Star Wipe. <laughs> we're, we're back at cruising altitude. Things are nice and easy. And we're going to move on to our next segment. Yay. Great. Yes. This is an interesting story. And 
I'm, oh yeah i'm and, here for this yeah uh in the past we've done true crime segments but they've been focused more on uh the staircase mm-hmm. and those rascally avery's <laughs> with the with the rav4 hiding the rav4 in the junkyard don't you know <laughs> i'm the only person in america who has not watched that you've not watched making a murder i've not watched Making you a Murder. you are not the only person in america yeah. you haven't watched it I yeah. okay i read some article about it and was like all right well now that's everything i needed to know i don't need to watch it like yeah yeah if you spend my time elsewhere <laughs> yes you can spoil yourself on a five minute article or you can waste 20 hours on a tv show yeah i didn't get the 20 hour route yeah. that's then you, up to you you can use that time to watch documentaries on the fire festival instead oh i'm not watching that either <laughs> that was we good fun s- we super left turned though i'm sorry oh, that's, all right. <laughs> that's fine no uh maybe your homework should be either watch the fire festival documentary or uh <laughs> trigger warning by killer mike Okay, that all. I need to watch yeah. that. Big yeah. Killer Mike fan. Yeah, me too. Love me some Killer Mike. That's uh, that, I think that's everybody's homework for next week. Mm-hmm. Watch, watch Trigger Warning on Netflix. Not to get too political again, but did you watch his interview with Bernie Sanders? I uh, which one? You should. Uh. <laughs> he's he's been out with Bernie a couple times. I've only seen one. It's like the two of them sitting on a stage, just mm. going back and forth. But it was, it was good. Yeah, I, I just know that Run the Jewels and Killer Mike especially was repping Bernie back then. Mm-hmm. RTJ is a great show if you haven't gone. I haven't. Totes I recommend bad. it. <laughs> feel bad. Well, when your birthday comes around. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Just <laughs> They'll be back. I'm sure they will. But yes, uh, I'll get to it at some point when I get money to do things like that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they're from Georgia and uh, Florida's near Georgia. Mm-hmm. Go. Yeah, they're close. <laughs> well, move. <laughs> Nice try, but we're actually going to Kentucky. Still south. Yeah. Bluegrass Still, still south. Still south. So there was an article posted, and uh, we get to talk true crime, and we actually get to talk brewery true crime for this a change. Is relevant to our interests. Yeah, super relevant. So there was an article posted on Sunday on Kentucky Sports Radio, of all places. That's a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, KentuckySportsRadio.com? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Uh, there's I believe sports that's the teams in Kentucky. Uh, you know, like the Bowling Green whatevers. <laughs> what are the Bowling Greens? There's a Cardinal. Isn't there the Cardinals that are in Louisville? Louisville? Yes. Yeah. Louisville. Oh, then yeah. you got the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah. It's then a lot of college. You got sports. the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. There you go. Uh, Why do you know that? I don't know. Okay. Adam knows a lot of sports. Got it. <laughs> Adam, does, Adam doesn't have Netflix. He has NCAA TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so they do have some sports teams. Yes, they do. <laughs> but there was an article posted that was actually beer related. Okay. And so all credit due to uh, Michael Moeller. Uh, he put together basically this amazing expose. This is actually really good investigative journalism that so was done. I'm going to ask an asshole question. Go ahead, asshole. I would. Can I finish? <laughs> no, you can, got your whole Can I seven. finish plugging him first? All right, go ahead. <laughs> then you can have your asshole question. All right. Uh, if you want to find him, though, contact him on Twitter at Michael D. Moeller, M-O-E-L-L-E-R. Asshole question, go. That well, you already answered my question. Yeah. The asshole question was: Is he related to the other Mueller? No, not doing... Mueller. This is Moeller. Well, now I know that. Yeah. Now that I had it spelled out for me. <laughs> so, asshole question averted. All right. Both then. graded investigations. <laughs> yes, both graded investigations. Yes. There's something about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he he put together this article and this expose delves into a man by the name of Stephen Foster. Mm-hmm. And he is apparently a giant con man yes. in the world of craft brewing. 
So what is there to con in craft brewing? Well, we'll find out. Sorry. Strap in. <laughs> good Thinking question. out loud. Yeah. Sorry. It's a good question. Way to be representative of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> what can you con people in craft beer? Well, for one, you can lie about your credentials. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to start in 2017. And Stephen Foster approaches Molly and Brandon Oliver, and they own a farm in Kentucky. I think everyone in Kentucky owns a farm. That's very quite possible. <laughs> uh, but what he does is he garners 25000 from them and other investors to start a brew operation in their uh, grain bin uh, on their farm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So he starts, his, he starts this up, and he begins brewing. And by August 2017, they incorporate into the St. Arnold... Aylery. That's a weird name. It, it, yeah, it was hard to Saint, yeah. Saint Arnold Aylery. Arnolf. Arnolf. Yeah. yeah. That's not a word. Yeah, it's like Arnold plus elf. Arnolf. Arnolf. <laughs> Arnolf. Arnolf Aylery. Arnold and Adolf? Arnolf? Arnolf? Arnolf could be that too. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a, a Arnold, but he got a failing grade, so it's Arnolf instead. Don't name your kids when you're drunk. <laughs> Don't name your breweries when you're bad, <laughs> either. Pontiac Solstice, get over here. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to name my kid Pontiac Solstice. <laughs> I'm going to tell your kid why. <laughs> that's that's a lie. I own a Grand Prix. Of course I'll name it Grand Prix. <laughs> oh, goodness. But uh, they incorporate, and they begin... He, begins ramping up operations and taking in even more investors to the point that by September of 2018, he starts construction of a beer garden also on the farm property. And by Christmas, he leaves it. Mm. And when you say leaves, he fucking bolts. Can I get a condensed (laughs) version of the timeline again? So when did he borrow the money? So he started around 2017. That's when he first contacted the family that owns the farm. Okay. And by August 2017, that's when they incorporated uh-huh. as a, as an actual brewery. Okay. And then September 2018 is when... So this is super recent. Yes. Oh, this yeah. is very he just recent. took off. And Christmas, he just leaves. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's even, there's even pictures of like what he was building outside. It looked pretty nice. There it was. was. Like, there was like four taps. There was a nice bar. Yeah. It was under like a kind of a shelter. Like sort a canopy of, or something. Like a pavilion. Okay. Yeah. So it was something else that was already on the farm property that they're converting into a beer garden. Uh, but he just disappeared and he's gone. And by disappeared, as in he took all his clothes and that's about it. And his family. And his yeah, family. Yeah, he took yeah. his he took his kids. He took his wife. He took all his clothes. Apparently, Brandon, who was one of the owners of the farm, mm-hmm. went over to check his house because he wasn't showing up for work. And it was, everything was gone. The house was unlocked. There was chickens running around outside. Yeah. There's always yeah. check-ins. That's Kentucky. Yeah. In farm town. Left all his tools at the at the brewery where he was building the uh, the beer garden. So, I mean, do they suspect foul play or they're saying he is the foul play? Because technically he, he left these people yeah. with a beer garden. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. He is the foul play. Okay. Because this is not the first time he's done this. Is that even his name? It's one of his names. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to jump all the way back to 2007. 2007. All right. Let it happen. Let it happen. I don't know. It sounded like it had more gravitas that way. I don't know 2007. why. 2007. <laughs> can we just start saying seven? <laughs> like seven. At what point in time can you just say like seven? 
You could say 10, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. 14. Yeah. Just say 7. I feel like sometimes people want to say ought 7. I do enjoy a good ought. Yeah. I, I'm an ought person. Mm-hmm. We refer to our tech data as ought. Mm. Yeah. Then you ought to keep doing that. <laughs> but I'm ting. <laughs> so... 2007. <laughs> Stephen Foster garners his first job okay. as a head brewer. Okay. According to Michael's research. Mm-hmm. Everything before 2007. Oh, I had to break myself of the habit. Everything before that is kind of a mystery. Fuzz. Fuzz. Just fuzz. Uh, but he garners his first job as a head brewer at the Bowling Green Brewery. Of Bowling Green, Kentucky. There you go. So we start in Kentucky, and we're jumping back to Kentucky. <clears throat> this is the origin story. Okay. During his time there, he was blamed for a lot of the poor quality and infections in the beer, like quality mm-hmm. dipped. Mm-hmm. And when he was confronted about infections in the beer, he was saying it was due to the beer not being pasteurized. What? Yeah. <laughs> so some people do pasteurize beer. And for if you don't know what that is, it's after everything's done fermented and you want it to just stop all yeast, you know, yeah. reaction and everything. Yeah. You just reheat it up to 140 degrees and it'll stop and you kill all the bacteria and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. However, most breweries don't do that. Most home brewers don't do that. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, by that logic, every home brewer would be making themselves sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that's just the thing yeah. he told them. I have experience that says otherwise. Yes. Even as home brewers, we have experience that tells us otherwise. Yes. Things will evolve, but that doesn't kill them or make them infected. Right. It doesn't ruin the taste. It just changes the taste. That's exactly. why people sell her things. Yeah. Yeah. So he said that, and then he also bought, well, he didn't buy it himself. He caused the company to invest in a bunch of equipment that they didn't need. Mm. Like all sorts of equipment. Yeah, a bunch of equipment they didn't need, and it didn't fit Kentucky regulations. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, because he didn't know what Kentucky laws were. Right. (laughs) Which, as a head brewer, you need to have that information readily available. You would think. Well, especially... If your experience that gets you, yeah, quote, right, that's quote, what I'm unquote, thinking. Mm-hmm. quote unquote experience that gets you this job, is that you say you have 24 years brewing experience, including training time at the Weinstefaner Brewery. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is an at least middle-aged individual then. Yeah. Right. This oh, isn't yeah. like some asshole 22-year-old kid. No. no. No, this isn't some kid. He's in his. I believe he's in his mid-50s at this point. He'd and, have to be. Yeah. Mm. I think, I I want to say 56, but I also read a bunch of other stuff for the next segment that had a lot of old people doing stupid <laughs> shit, so. Like you could have read that he's 50. Yeah. He could have five ages. We yeah. don't even yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing is he does have a couple of aliases and things like that. So, right. uh, the only thing people do know about him is that he has a wife and kids that he carries along with him on these adventures. <laughs> adventures. Can you imagine adventures. that being your dad? Mm. Yeah. Oh man! Well, it, it gets it gets worse because even though we started the story in Kentucky and it began in Kentucky, it goes all over the country. <laughs> I'm sure. So 2011, he actually finds himself out of the country. Even he's working for the Boston Brewing Company in South Africa, in Cape Town. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Again, using his trumped-up experience and credits and all that, uh, he gets a job working in a Cape Town, South Africa brewery. At some point, he takes sick leave and then just starts working at a brewery down the street. (laughs) (laughs) 
his bosses at the Boston Brewery Company find this out. And then he flees South Africa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. At that time, after he fled from South Africa, he finds himself in Tucson, Arizona. Naturally. Yes. And he gets another job working for the Nimbus Company, Nimbus Brewing Company out of Tucson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before he can do a lot of damage in there, he, he's only there for around seven months. And the owners discover that his uh, Weinstefaner credits are not true. Fraudulent. <laughs> Fraudulent. And before they can fire him, though, he walks out and blames all his co-workers, saying that they were uh, conspiring against him. And they, bl- yeah, classic kind of con man. Oh, God. Right. But what if he believes all of this? There's a good chance he does. Like, yeah. What if he's just totally pathological and just, like, believes that he actually has, like, done these things? It, uh, it's a good possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's it's always hard to tell with these crazy liars. I, I've known a pathological person yeah. who has said crazy outlandish shit. It takes, like, two minutes to prove wrong. Well, it takes either, either it's hard to prove wrong or it takes two minutes to prove right. wrong. Like, some of them is, like, he owns land. In states like Wyoming and right. shit, and I'm not gonna go looking for fucking deeds. So. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, obviously, this Foster character was hoping that you wouldn't call another country <laughs> to get a reference. Hello, South Africa. <laughs> Hello, South Africa. Has this guy fucked you over? Hello, <laughs> Weinstefaner. <laughs> How are things? <laughs> we have this guy here. Uh, so yes, his seven months stint at Nimbus. And then September in 2011, he starts work at the Four Horsemen Brewery out of South Bend, Indiana. Okay. We're getting closer to home. Getting closer oh, yeah. to home. So in South Bend, Indiana, he spends his time as a brewery. He actually stays there for two years from 2011 to 2013. Huh. So he finally figured out how to brew beer. No. 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 <laughs> no there, there you were, stay there, on for two years and not at least fumble your way through it, though. You would think. You would think. I, I, apparently, I would. <laughs> that, that, that is probably the biggest baffling thing to this is, like, for all these years, we're, we're, I mean, we're already talking 11 years yeah. of scamming in breweries. Right. And he never actually figured out how to brew beer because, apparently, the uh, Four Horsemen Brewery, the beer was constantly bad and getting infected and things like that. There was also another anonymous uh, source in the story that said that they had contracted out brewing mm-hmm. from Four Horsemen, but uh, that beer was crap too. Right. But they just had to do it to keep the brewery afloat and then eventually put on their own brewer. Mm-hmm. And they were fine. Right. But uh, yeah, November 2013, Mr. Foster up and disappears again. And because of that, Four Horsemen goes bankrupt. <sighs> Bastard. He's killing people's dreams. Like he destroyed. Yeah, he completely destroyed the 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 brothers that were owners of this brewery. This mm-hmm. doesn't even sound like he's doing it on purpose. It just sounds like he's too stupid to know better. <laughs> yeah, just it's leaving a, a wake of destruction. Like like, like a normal employee is forty hours a week. A head brewer is putting in easily sixty, if not more, hours. So yeah. you're doing this sixty hours plus a week for that many years and you still haven't figured out how to do it <laughs> right this guy's an idiot like he is just accidentally committing crimes yeah. he's just too stupid to plan this <laughs> he's too he's too stupid to learn and it, it's basically as soon as he feels the pressure he's out yeah yeah it's like they're folds like a cheap me. suit yeah but from everybody that was interviewed he he would come in and he would talk to like investors and owners and things like that and they don't necessarily know anything about brewing <laughs> But, you know, he so he could talk the game mm-hmm. to convince them to hire him. 
But as soon as he would get into the brewery yep. with assistant brewers who probably have, you know, at least more knowledge than you and I, Adam. Right. They're higher up than a home brewer. They're mm-hmm. learning. And so they know things like sterilization. They know how to properly make a batch and things like right. that. Yeah. They just know how to do it. So when they see him fucking around, <laughs> they <laughs> go, hey, something's up. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't right. Hey, you say anything with enough conviction, people will believe you. Yeah. So he, he can buffalo people who don't have brewing experience, mm. but as soon as the people who do have brewing experience run into him, he gets the pressure on and things, he just bolts. Right. Mm. So 2014, he goes into Tennessee and he pairs with Knoxville Sawworks. Same story, shitty beer, orders a quarter million worth of equipment. Jesus. That wasn't needed. Right. They sent it back. <laughs> I'm glad they were able to. Yeah. He's only there for a little bit and then bolts again. By March 2015, tries to open his own ale house called the Seaver Ale House in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And it was going to be in an old KFC. I don't know why I find that so funny. That's just funny. Not an old Pizza Hut? Yeah. Nope, not an old Pizza Hut, old KFC. (laughs) Uh, Didn't work out. He bolts. Yeah, he bolts before it even gets opened. I guess he left his uh, business partner high and dry with the investment. Late 2015, this is when it comes home for us. Yeah. <laughs> this is when it stings just a little bit more. Stings a little bit more. Uh-uh. So uh, you may or may not heard of Windridge Farms. Yes. They're out of PA. They're out of like South Central PA. Mm-hmm. Had it's a Windridge... fun to say it that way. <laughs> I haven't had a Windridge Farms beer in like two days. Huh. <laughs> in like two days. <laughs> I was in Ohio for it. I don't know if that counts yeah. for anything. But yeah, they're they're pretty known in the pittsburgh area we get distro from them yeah they're i think they're maybe a little bit more known for their ciders at least that's what i drink from them i like their ciders right they make good ciders but late 2015 that's when stephen foster starts working for them against the advice of the brewer who was leaving oh so he just uh, said hey don't hire this guy yeah so uh brewer jared barnes was apparently leaving windridge farms and foster was going to be his replacement and he said Hey, probably don't hire this guy. Seems like a fuck up. <laughs> and they did it anyway. And they did it anyway. They just might have needed somebody or he convinced them otherwise. But uh, he wound up costing that brewery $100,000 <sighs> in dumped batches. <gasps> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh. So it was so bad it didn't even make it to the market to be judged as lesser quality. Right. They just had to dump it right then and there. That's sacrilegious. Unfortunately, there, there was something... Uh, I read from a Pittsburgh magazine. Okay. Uh, it was on the Nightwire, and this was when they were announcing Stephen Foster as uh, as the brewer. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was it was a fluff piece basically for Windridge Farms promoting it within Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, one of the quotes from the Nightwire magazine <laughs> goes as such: "All the brewing equipment in the world won't do you any good unless you have a team of talented people behind the scenes." <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. About that. About that. <laughs> I mean, granted, I believe the family that owns the brewery as well as, as the cider maker who also works there, they, they do fine work. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. It is eventually, Stephen Foster leaves there because he's a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the people whose reputations he's ruining, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, like, he's, if you're just like, you know, up and coming brewer or something and you work for one of these breweries and like, oh, I don't want to hire that guy. They put out crap beer. And it's like, well, it's not their fault. It right. was this guy. Yeah. 
Exactly. There, there's companies that have been having crap beer on tap because of him. Mm-hmm. There's companies that have been bankrupt because of him. There's companies that just, you know, like you said, get a bad reputation. So, or they just straight lose money because of him. Does anybody have a picture of this guy? Yes, we do. We actually do have pictures of this guy. Okay. They, uh, it was part of uh, Michael Muller's original uh, post, and we'll put it up on our Feel Twitter like- as well. Like yeah, if you're not you, there from has Pittsburgh, to be don't hire this guy. Yeah, like if you're yeah. not from Pittsburgh, you wouldn't know this, but they uh, increased our drink tax here. And so every bar in Pittsburgh took a picture of the councilman who did that, which was Dan Honorado. And so you couldn't go into a bar in Pittsburgh that didn't have a picture of Dan Honorado and it said, do <laughs> yeah. not let him in. And yeah, they would actually encourage you to draw like devil horns and black out his teeth because <laughs> the pictures were all over the bar. And I mean, that went on for at least a year where you could anywhere you went, yeah. you knew his face because mm-hmm. don't let this guy in the bar right so i feel like there should just be like you get your little independent brewing logo and also a picture of this guy <laughs> Do don't not let him in here <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing is with con men like this they just jump state to state so a small brewery in tucson may not have the same con wouldn't yeah, have contact right. with windridge farms wouldn't have contact with the next place he hit 81 bay brewing in tampa <laughs> Yeah. going mm. down to florida can yeah. we like like go one above that like there's what 52 districts if we count puerto rico yeah so just you know when you get your license also here's a picture of this <laughs> <Right>. guy <laughs> so that's the other thing I, I actually skipped over it because it wasn't beer but in that time between 2007 and 2011 he apparently was working at rum distilleries in the dominican republic and puerto rico oh geez yeah don't. Did he figure that out? Because if you can't learn how to make rum there, you've just totally wasted your life. Well, obviously he didn't because he's still scamming breweries. Oh, my Lanta. So, yeah, 2016 is when he uh, went on to uh, ruin things down at the 81 Bay Brewing in Tampa. And then that brings us to 2017, back to the St. Arnulf Brewery. Ar- right. Arnulf. Arnulf. <laughs> I do want to leave with uh, one last quote, though. It's a it's a much more apt quote okay. than what the Nightwire provided. This is coming from Jared Barnes, the guy who left Windridge, mm-hmm. and he actually now owns Collusion Tapworks in York, PA. Mm-hmm. So check that one out. Yeah, if hmm. you get a chance, if you're in that side of PA. Redemption. Yeah, he actually has a pedigree behind him too, <laughs> like a real pedigree. Right. He started brewing at Southern Tier. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then worked at Windridge and now has collusion. Uh, but his his quote on Stephen Foster is that he's a fat, lazy piece of shit who does nothing but fuck up people's dreams. <laughs> oh. This was this was pulled from a Reddit post uh, when he was he found out that Stephen Foster found his way into that 81 Bay brewing mm-hmm. down in Tampa. Goodness. And he's like, I hope you guys didn't hire that guy. <laughs> and they're like, unfortunately, we did. We learned our lesson. <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. I want to meet the wife. Yeah. I want to meet the woman that's like, oh, honey, I'm this sure all of these companies hate <laughs> you, but I'll move all around these different cities and countries and continents yeah sure like yeah it, that's got to be madness to yeah. drag a wife and kids around the country right every six months 12 months 18 right. months because you got to leave town because people are finding out you're a fuck up right i don't understand how you don't learn to do the damn thing you're exposed that's the part to i can't it. yeah so i can't wrap my head around that it's it's amazing that this guy has survived and continued to do it uh, he, I mean, he does also have his um, his aliases. He sometimes goes by Scott Foster, 
and he sometimes goes by Stephen Sala. So those are other names to look out for. But Got we'll, it. You know, we have no problem posting his picture on all our social media. It'd be like, right. do not hire this fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. If, it's, oof. if you're ever in a brewery and it says something about the head brewer and it matches one of those names. <laughs> if you see that come up in a news article. Put your wallet yeah. back in your pocket, turn around and leave. Yeah. Ask to speak to the owner. Yeah. Leave a note with the owner. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing that always like astounded me is like there's in uh, michael moeller's article he linked to a bunch of other articles that were you know from these opening breweries and they all touted this guy as such an amazing brewer because he had 24 years experience and he worked you know in bavaria and it's like oh before they knew right, right. before they knew so things like, went what yeah. can we expect from your brewery yeah like great things jk yeah great things we got this guy he's so good and then like it got repeated over and over mm-hmm. so obviously nobody looked into nobody's looking into him right i feel like if you like i i know if you're actually a head brewer and you're spending that many hours in the brewery then you probably don't have time to homebrew but i feel like that should just be like a thing like, if you want to come into my restaurant or brewery or whatever and brew beer, like, bring me your product and let me taste what you're working with. Mm-hmm. Right. That should be, like, I don't I don't need your piece of paper. I want to sample what you have. Your six-pack is your resume. Yeah. Right. That, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, as an editor, I have to provide a demo reel sometimes. Right. Here's what I've done in the past. Look at all the nice things exactly. I've created. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of weird, especially... I understand if like a head brewer is kind of getting pilfered from one place to another. Yeah. You know, if they're head hunting, that makes sense because they're already working there. But this yeah. guy, this guy is Absolutely. coming off. Right. And especially if it's something where he's being, being poached from a brewery that's doing really well. Yeah. That doesn't have a reputation for bad beer or infected beer or yeah. a lot of discarded beer. Yeah. How I don't understand how he was able to overcome all that unless he just just went so far away from that situation that it didn't affect him i think i think it's just going so far away and taking advantage of smaller people trying Mm -hmm. to open their own business right so like like this family in kentucky i think they were just a family in kentucky and they saw a business opportunity but they didn't know a lot about the business right yeah Yeah. and they got hosed Mm -hmm. and they got hosed Uh. they got stuck with a fucking beer garden that they can't use right what that, a jag I would be out there drinking every night just to use the freaking right. thing. <laughs> it's getting used, damn it. <laughs> Doing holidays at my house. Yeah. But that's the story of Stephen Foster. That's He's frustrating. A, I'm going to punch this guy. Yeah. The yeah. dude, it, he a has a punchable face. Bat mm-hmm. yeah. That looks like... Just frustrating. Yeah. yeah. He has a punchable face, yeah. too. He's not frustrating, I would say. Non-frustrating, though. Is this Matt Black. Uh, truth. By Brewhub. Preach. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Church? It's, it's Church. delightful. This is a fantastic beer. It really uh, is. I really like this beer. I would have another. I'm glad it's only 5% because I could just house that and not think that I'm drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Right. So if that was like 9%, I would just, I'd be a trainer. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, there's really nothing else to say. It's a really good beer. It's yeah. really smooth. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. If you enjoy coffee beers, but you don't necessarily want something that's hearty and hefty like you would have with a stout. Or a porter? Yeah, if you don't want something that's bready, yeah, I would say because the coffee flavor is still really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I'd say it's hearty on coffee flavor, but yes. easy on the beer. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. And that's not that is certainly not a detriment whatsoever. This is a this is a well crafted beer. So uh, Brew Hub, well well done. 
mm-hmm. beer flavored coffee mm-hmm. i didn't even have to go 37 pages deep to enjoy this one no no <laughs> <laughs> on that note let's take a break come back segment three florida man Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. Welcome back to segment three of episode 93 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Would you like your Sporty Man reference? Go Sporty Man reference. Would you like to go old school here? Sure. We'll go back to uh, the great year of 2000. Uh, You know, can you give me... Nope. Dave Blaney. Boom. We're done. I don't know who that is. Okay. He's a a NASCAR driver. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's now February. Yeah. And Daytona is only like three weeks away hey florida irrelevant there you go because we're doing a florida episode yes florida beer so adam's on his countdown to daytona it is yeah i can't wait i uh i still have that every now in my head anytime anybody brings up daytona i just hear that chime from the sega game daytona yeah 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 It was awesome until Hydro Thunder came out. Well, you can't argue against Hydro Thunder. Nobody can argue Hydro Thunder. (laughs) Stone cold fact. (laughs) Fact. (laughs) To this day, if I had the money, I would buy four cabinets. Mm. (laughs) Just me and my friends drinking beer, playing Hydro Thunder. Oh my goodness. That's the American dream. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we work so hard. (laughs) It's all I want. That's why I ain't having kids. <laughs> I don't want to pay for no colleges. <laughs> Cutting in your Hydro Thunder money. That's right. So are you getting a cat named Grand Prix or what's yes. the plan? Ooh, I might get a cat <laughs> named Grand Prix. Oh, goodness. All right. On to our third beer of the evening from Florida. Actually brought to us by our special guest, Katie. Hi. And you get the chance to introduce it. No pressure. Yes. Okay. So this is from Intracoastal, which I mentioned earlier. Um, They're awesome. Go there. Definitely recommend it. Lots of good beers, lots of rotating taps, and a few staples. So, so where is Intercoastal located? Um, I'm pretty sure it's Melbourne. Okay. You think this can tells me? <laughs> Melbourne, Florida, right there. Melbourne, oh, Florida. See, I know things. <laughs> I know Melbourne. <laughs> I know three things. That's one of them. Put another ship on the body. Right down there, Melbourne. <laughs> Wrong, Melbourne. This is more like jerry seinfeld's parents melbourne oh nice (laughs) yeah um so this is one big doodle and it is a snickerdoodle flavored imperial cream ale they gave us a really in-depth description it says a snickerdoodle cookie inspired imperial cream ale cinnamon sugar and everything nice Cool. End of description. <laughs> nice. So, 8.0 and 28 IBUs. So, basically, it's uh, sugar and cinnamon cookie in a beer. Hell yeah, sugar bombs. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically a mashup of the couple episodes past, because we had the holiday donut from Platform. Oh, uh, yeah. Which was a snickerdoodle ale. Yeah. Right. And then we had a cream ale episode. Yes. This is combining the both worlds, Adam. 
You yes. should love it. You should, by all metrics, love it. Why am I getting yelled at? Because you love cream ales and we like the holiday donut. Well, our order was strategic. We started with yes. the IPA mm-hmm. to right. get it out of the way. Yeah. And then we went with the coffee <laughs> beer because coffee is a palate cleanser and neutralizer. Mm-hmm. And then we're going with this Cookie time. one because <laughs> it's now time for dessert. Adam Cookie was punished time. enough last episode and deserves a break. <laughs> But by all metrics, you should love this one. Okay. So love it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Do it. It's a good thing you don't own a cat right now. <laughs> no, that's pretty on par. Because cat will like, come up and like rub your leg, like, love me, love me. And then you bend down to pet it and it bites your hand. It was like too much love. No. <laughs> You're done. It's a two pet maximum. Everybody knows this. All right. Sniff test. It smells like cookies. It smells like Christmas. It does. Yeah. Like yeah. your grandma baking at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Sans the pine tree. Yeah, it smells more like Christmas than that holiday donut did. It does. Looking at it, it's a, I don't know, indistinguishable from just kind of like a dark, like not dark, but a uh, dark-er Belgian. Yeah. 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 Like a Belgian triple, I would guess, on mm-hmm. first looks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's um got almost like a tiny hint of amber to it compared to like a normal cream ale yeah a little bit darker yeah yeah it's definitely darker than what we'd expect from a cream ale Mm -hmm. but uh but with with this one i mean quite honestly you're not drinking it because it's a cream ale no you're drinking it because it's all full of sugar and (laughs) because it's a cookie beer (laughs) right again it's an imperial cream ale they had to put that imperial in there because we learned that cream ales can only go up to 5.7% 5.7% and mm-hmm. IBUs yeah. in like 2025. Right. This I got is both que- over. <laughs> I got that question right. I nice. was I was excited about that. I did not. I know. <laughs> Sorry. It was ultimately was your like, downfall. No, <laughs> it's not that one. <laughs> you asshole. How do you not know this? <laughs> Shall we drink this? Yes. Yes. Drink the cookie. The doodle. Mm-hmm. You have to really want a sweet beer. Wow. Well, yeah, that is dessert for sure. You have to want a sweet beer. Yeah, yeah you have to. It. I don't know if Yankee Candle makes a Snickerdoodle <laughs> candle, but if they do, that's what this tastes like. If Yeah, if you burn a Snickerdoodle Yankee Candle and you capture that smoke into a resin <laughs> and put that on your tongue. So, yeah, the big thing that I appreciate about, appreciate about this is not only the taste. It does taste really good. But for me, what I was finding was the mouthfeel mm-hmm. was a very soft. It almost reminded me of a big, warm, soft cookie. Despite the beer being cold, yeah, it's, right, yeah, it's 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 real easy yeah. to drink. Mm-hmm. It it had that kind of kind of not mushiness, but like fluffiness to pillowy. it. Pillowy, pillowy, thank you. That is the word I was pillowy looking for. Pillowy mouthfeel. Yes, it has a pillowy mouth. Oh God, I can't. <laughs> <read it. laughs> I don't know even like myself right now. Drink your eight percent beer. You're gonna be okay. What, was it the point when you were saying pillowy mouthfeel that you also grasped your snifter I, in between your middle and I did. ring finger <laughs> as I a did. as a true debutante? <laughs> Pretty much, is yeah. That, is that what set you off? Or you're like, oh, it sounds like an asshole. <laughs> Up until debutante, all I could see was Brian from Family Guy when he joins the country club. Yeah. And the, the martini and the... bottom guy. always like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm enjoying my cookie bear. <laughs> cookie. <Exactly. laughs> yes. But uh, it, it's good. I, I like enjoy it. it. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a uh, fight to the finish. Yeah. I, I can I can already say up front, though, 
even though I do like it, mm-hmm. I couldn't have more than one. No. See? What no. did I say? Yeah. Can't have more than one of these. It's it, a one and done. Yeah. It's really good, but it's also really sweet and thick. This, yeah. this goes up there with some of the Blackwater stuff from yeah. Southern Tier. Yeah. yeah. Where it's it's a dessert boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is your dessert replacement. Yep. <laughs> and that's what I was saying earlier. was like, it, like, if I really wanted a sweet beer, I could drink a creme brulee mm-hmm. and like have two of them. If yeah. I was really in the mood, I cannot do two of this beer. No. I can't yeah. do it. It is just, it is a sugar rush and a can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's good. So, yep. all right then <clears throat> on to segment three and I've prepared a game. Oh, yay. And there was much rejoicing. Hooray. Huzzah. I actually invented, I didn't invent it. It's just password, but. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it, it's just password mixed with cards against humanity, but, uh, you know. Keep the uh, mystery afloat. <laughs> I am so for cards against humanity. Yeah. The worse, the better. <laughs> so what I got going is a Florida man related game. Oh, okay. For people who don't really quite get it yet. I don't know how you don't. But there is a meme on the internet called Florida Man, and Florida Man is all the headlines that come out of Florida because goddamn people in Florida do some weird, <laughs> illegal stuff. Yes, but uh, is it the 96.1 Morning Show mm-hmm. had a game show kind of thing called Florida or Fayette County. Oh. And then you would have... Also believable. Yeah, yeah, so they would have like this ridiculous, like, you know, the stereotypical drunk guy DUI on a tractor after he tried to race a horse or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you, the callers would have to guess and then eventually they would tell you. And it was Fayette County a fair amount of time. I which mean, that's... For the, you guys don't yeah. know, it's a couple of counties, right. uh, Central PA from where we are now. I think it's two over. Sure. I think, yeah. I yeah. think it's... It's like two over one down. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but it is rural as can be, and you get some goofy ass behavior. Oh yeah, <laughs> night to Fayette, drunk yeah. riding a tractor like that's not that, hyperbole. That happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's one of those counties. It touches either Maryland or uh, Virginia. West yeah. Virginia. Is it that far south? Well, Virginia doesn't. It touch would be West Virginia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's a Maryland in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. I go. I go back. I go by the old uh, pre-Civil War map. Uh, yes, where Virginia and West Virginia we were one. We Mason Dixon. <laughs> where yeah. it was just called the Old Dominion. Yeah, yes. Old Dominion. That's my map. I'm sorry. <laughs> I grew up in a shitty school. Old Dominion is terrible, though. I mean, seriously. All right. Yes. So the Florida Man game goes like this. I will read you a headline. Yes. Okay. But I'm going to leave a word out. Okay. I'm going to give you two the chance to guess what that word is. Okay. Listening. All right. You'll each just put in whatever you think is funniest. This is how Cards Against Humanity it is. Agreed. It's a little Mad Libish. Yeah, a little Mad Libish. Okay. Yeah. Put in your funniest answer, but if you get it correct, I will give you an extra point. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So two points if you actually get the headline, one point for the funniest. Okay. Okay. And our first headline goes like this. Florida man finds blank, brings it to Taco Bell. Oh, I can cheat. I know this one. I mean, if you know it, you know it. You, it this is all also based on... Go for it. Yeah. Dead raccoon. <laughs> that is not the correct answer. Oh, that happened, though. It happened. It's <laughs> 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 not the one I'm going for. Oh, my God. Oh boy. What else do you bring besides a dead raccoon? <laughs> so, interestingly, uh, just a quick side to this. I saw two headlines that were basically the same. Man attacks girlfriend with burrito. <laughs> And Florida man attacks girlfriend with banana. Oh, wait. You said Taco Bell. I said Taco Bell, The yeah. dead raccoon was a McDonald's. Uh. Oh, okay. 
uh, yeah, I thought it was totally a, different. I thought it was a McDonald's or Burger King. It was but, McDonald's. Yeah. But no, this is Taco Bell. So what did a Florida man bring to Taco Bell? You can change your answer from I'm Dead Raccoon change, now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I appreciate that. Pet Snake. All right, Katie's going with Pet Snake. Adam, what did else. the Florida man bring to Taco Bell? So I'm going to say Dead Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pet, just one he found. It's a dead snake. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, neither are the correct answer. <laughs> I will give Adam the point on this one, though, yeah. because okay. dead snake conjures more images of <laughs> just finding something and bringing it in. Can you guys slice this up and put it yeah. in a burrito? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> exactly. However, the correct answer is Florida man finds hand grenade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we were so far off. Uh, The story goes, uh, an old man was doing his uh, metal detecting, Mm -hmm. you know, the hobby that old people like to do. He was doing his metal detecting on a beach in Florida. Mm -hmm. Beach better have my money. And he found a World War II era (laughs) hand grenade. And obviously, why, why wouldn't that be in the yeah. Florida? Yeah, in the sand, in the sand, it's Viet uh, Cong all over yeah. again. <laughs> Found it, put it in his trunk, and then I guess decided to go have lunch at Taco Bell. While he was there, he called the police. So it's it's not it's not the worst story. It's just he didn't prioritize. Walk in with it in his hand. Like, right. I'd like to use this to buy a chalupa. <laughs> what can I get for this steel pineapple? How many boxes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me all your tacos. <laughs> Just poorly prioritized. He should have called the police after he found it, not gone lunch. <laughs> because the Taco Bell did have to be evacuated. <laughs> Guarantee you this guy's like 83 years old. Just doesn't give Something a like shit that. about anything. Yeah. <laughs> Our next headline goes like this. Florida man drives his car into the water because... I'll start with you, Adam. Because he found a snake in his car. Okay. You're going to stick with that thread, I'm are you? S- I'm sticking with snakes. <laughs> Moses told him to. Katie's going to get the point on this one. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I'm actually going to give her a half point on top of it. Okay. Because the correct answer is, Florida man drives his car into the water because Jesus said so. See, I was going to go Jesus, but it seemed obvious. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. I'm going to give you half a point. I'll give you you that one too. You you did get religious figure. Thank you. Jesus just seemed obvious. So much for being the co-pilot. Yeah. So the story goes. Uh, this uh, dog is my co-pilot. <laughs> this guy drove his Ferrari 360 Modena no! off a pier into <gasps> the ocean. Oh! He was rescued from his car. Fuck him! Get the car. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. It's a nice car. This was I actually pulled this off of uh, I believe odometer.com. Okay. Yeah. If that's a site that you visit, Adam, I don't know if you do or not. Not yet. <laughs> but uh when asked by the officers why he would do such a thing, he said, "Jesus made me the smartest man on earth, and it's hard to have that much responsibility. Money is going to be irrelevant in 2 days. Remember to smile." Our third headline. It goes like this. Florida man learns the hard way he stole blank, not blank. Oh, this is a two-carter. Two-carter. He learns he stole blank, but not blank. Katie, I'm going to start with you. He stole blank, but not blank. He stole blank, not blank. <clears throat> Case of mistaken identity, maybe. For a hint. I want to say like like pellet guns and not real guns. But I feel like that's too many words. Yeah, the blanks are as, as much as I admitted. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, pellet guns, not real guns. 
He learned this the hard way. Adam, what do you think he stole and learned the hard way that he didn't steal? I think he stole a bear cub instead of his neighbor's dog. Oh, that's a good that's a good I one. like that one. Don't pick mine. Pick his. <laughs> well, neither of you are on the nose. Wait, wait, wait. I have one more, though. Okay. You don't have to give me any points for right. it if it's right. I'll give you a half point if okay. it's right. Okay. He stole blank, not blank, and learned the hard way. He stole heroin, not coke, and Ooh. learned the hard way. You know, I'm going to give you a half point because you're pretty close. <laughs> oh, I wasn't trying to steal. Yeah. Can well, he still have his he Oh, still yeah, gets no, Adam, point. Adam, gets, okay. Adam gets a point. Who's keeping then, track? Because I'm not. I am. Okay. I got it here. Good. You're tied at two. Okay. <laughs> uh, the real headline is, Florida man learns hard way he stole laxatives, not opioids. Oh, no. <laughs> That's worse. Oh, no. Oh. So apparently this man in, uh, I believe, is Pinellas Park, Florida. He was living at this home and was caught on video stealing a bottle labeled hydrocodone <laughs> out oh. of a locked box from the people he was living with. I don't know the mm. living situation completely. Yeah. Uh, but the pills were not hydrocodone. They were actually Walmart brand laxatives. Whoops. That sounds like he was set up. Probably. First of all, it sounds like he was set up. <laughs> Second of all, if he is an opioid addict, actually the only long-term side effect physically is constipation. It's constipation. <laughs> so he might have actually done himself like a fever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not all bad. There is a, like, <laughs> I, a I felt better. I wasn't sure why. <laughs> all right. So, we are tied. <sighs> dun dun dun. Which means I do have a tiebreaker. Yay. Let's make this happen. I'm going to read you a question, and then I'll give you a chance to answer. Closest within 15 minutes will win. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Narrows down the, the frame. Yeah. Yes, yes. A naked Florida man started a house fire around 5.30 p.m. when he tried baking cookies on a George Foreman grill. <laughs> no he, judgment. Yeah. He told firefighters that he had drank two liters of vodka. <clears throat> yeah. Holy shit. Punched a horse. Yeah. <laughs> when did he start smoking weed? Within 15 minutes, when did he start smoking weed? What time did he make the cookies? Uh, the house fire started around 5.30. Probably more around 5 with Fire, when firefighters did, responding. When did he start smoking weed? Yeah. When did he start smoking weed? <laughs> 12 hours before. So you're saying he started smoking weed at 5 a.m.? Yeah. No. Or 5.30 a.m.? Oh, the house fire was at 5.30 at night? Yeah, five, yeah, the house fire was oh. at 5.30 p.m. No, I assumed it was in the 5.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, stoned up all night, cookie seemed like a good idea, burns down the house. Two liters of vodka in them. Yeah. <laughs> I just naturally assumed if somebody drank two thirty <laughs> or two liters of vodka, they that it, like, yeah. happened overnight and not, like, throughout the course of the day that you're now burning down your house at 5.30 in the afternoon when most people are getting off work. That's because right. you're a productive member of society. <laughs> That's because you don't live in Florida. <laughs> I don't live in Florida. My in-laws live in Florida. They're from New Jersey, though, so that's not better, but it's whatever. They don't listen to podcasts, so we're fine. Yeah, but who invited this guy does and take that, you Jersey dum-dums? <laughs> take your water and get out of here. I hate no, New water. Jersey. Water. Water. Yeah, take your water, water and go fuck yourself. Water. Oh, you know what's fun about New Jersey, though? They say all three syllables in Florida. 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 We're going to Florida. They also say orange. <laughs> Orange, coffee, Florida, water. Can you guys tell my husband's from New Jersey? <laughs> he doesn't talk like that, actually. He's in the military long you enough. He not talk like that. He learned better. <laughs> no, just, it fell out of him. Just being in the military, I think it just fell out of him. Okay. When did the guy start smoking weed? 
I don't have like a time. I just want to say right after he called the cops. Right after he called the cops. So right. let's say ten five ten. Sure. Although he didn't call, he didn't call the cops. Well, or the like, firefighters. They, right they were... after the fire started. Okay. So like went outside and was like, oh, we're fucked. No, he didn't even go outside. So the full story is the the he was so fucked up that the firefighters had to pull him out of the house because he was still trying to cook. I mean, if I had and two liters were on, of vodka, yeah, me, yeah that <laughs> things were right. on fire around him. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say around the same time. Okay, so he started smoking weed around five ten p.m. We'll say. I'm gonna go with six thirty. Six thirty p.m. Uh huh. After uh, after the cops have shown up, the firefighters have shown up. Everybody is on scene, and he's like, "Well, I'm screwed, anyways." Just so he sparked up while everybody was still there, and then yes. was arrested for that. Yes. Okay. Well, that's not what happened, but that's a All fun right. story. <laughs> so he uh, started smoking weed at 9 a.m. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I was on the right track initially. I should have stuck yeah. it out. You, you were on the right track because that's also Son when he started beach. drinking the vodka. <laughs> That's a day. Yeah, he drank two liters of vodka, smoked some weed, and then started a fire trying to bake cookies. That is a day. Yeah. And was found naked in his house as things burned around him and had to be dragged out of his house because he... Wow. He was so fucked up he didn't understand he was in danger. <laughs> wow. That's that's impressive. Yes. So, Katie, with your time guess of 5.10 p.m., you're actually closer than Adam, who guessed 6 p.m. Okay. So you won. Yeah. Congratulations. You want, I feel you, like nobody <laughs> won in that situation. <laughs> a poor man. I can tell you who did win, though. All of us, after drinking this beer. Yes, we won. Yes, this one. We beer, won because we, won. we had good Florida beers and then got to laugh at other people's misfortunes. Yes. <laughs> that's, so. Yeah, that's true. So the uh, the one big doodle by Intracoastal, it's a Snickerdoodle Imperial Cream Ale, which is, of course, the first time I've ever heard of an Imperial Cream Ale. I think they just have to slap it. Well, like it's 8% beer. Like, yeah. What do we do? Well, I don't know. Imperial IPAs are pretty strong. Just <laughs> hit the Imperial cream ale. What's that? Boom. Everybody's got that. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll be the first to say I really like this beer. Yeah. This is a big, like we mentioned earlier, big dessert beer. You can only have one. Yeah. But if you're going to have one, this is a good one to have. If you're mm-hmm. pre-diabetic, maybe don't. Maybe not. That's a very <laughs> solid point. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe no on that one. If you're already yep. diabetic, throw caution to the wind. Have at it. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Take it, take it a shot beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Dose up on your insulin. And get ready for it. <laughs> Put that M sixty four down. You got this. <laughs> so I believe it is time that we got to go to the podium. The podium. Uh. To represent all three of our wonderful Florida beers, I will actually go first. Yes, I agree. Okay. So bronze, I'm actually going to give it to the Space Pope. Okay. I thought it was a fine beer. It's completely drinkable. I like it a whole bunch, but nothing really stands out from other IPAs in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's good. It's completely fine. If you can get your hands on this, try it out. I like it. <laughs> it's good. I don't know, but there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing standoutish about it. Yeah. And I think the other two beers that Katie brought us, they have standout parts about them. Mm-hmm. So silver, I'm going to give to the one big doodle by Intercoastal. I like this beer a whole lot, too. It stands out because it has that really nice mouthfeel, really nice pillowy mouthfeel. It has a really good cinnamon flavor without tasting like goddamn fireball. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a tasty cookie cinnamon, mm-hmm. not garbage, <laughs> you know, hot candy cinnamon. It is pure cookie. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, but we've already said it over and over. You can only have one. What you can have a whole bunch of, though, is the Matte Black by Brew Hub. That's a really good beer. 
I don't necessarily like loggers. <laughs> <laughs> and I am really surprised. You do now. Yeah. Well, again, this also falls into in line with the cold drip city. I don't love blondes either. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the coffee flavor works so well with it. And it does cover up a lot of the caramelly maltiness that I don't love in lagers. Mm-hmm. It does have like kind of a lager back end, but it's it's nice and smooth. It's easy to drink, and at five percent, you can have a bunch of these. <laughs> this is this is just like an all day kick it back on a Saturday drinker. Mm-hmm. I could do a four pack of this one easy. That's my rankings. I like it, Katie. I will give the uh, the microphone over to you. What was your bronze? What was your silver? What was your gold for this episode? Uh, your Saint- first ever podium, I might. Yeah, add. I'm gonna interrupt you. I don't care. I'll <laughs> bulldoze right over you. My yeah, my name's been on the show, just not me. <laughs> um, Samesies, actually. So I I enjoyed. Uh, I haven't watched Futurama in so long. But yeah, I liked it. I Like I said before, I could just easily crack one open while I'm making dinner and drink it. It's not overwhelming, but it's also not outstanding, I guess. There's nothing. It's an IPA. Ta-da! Um, <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> uh, yeah, one big doodle, Intracoastal. Um, seriously love that brewery. Um yeah it's it's super super cookie beer like it's not cinnamon like like a big red cinnamon it is cinnamon sugar like like a snickerdoodle or annie ann's pretzel or something along those lines like it is just fantastic it's definitely a cream ale definitely has like that sweet lightness to it but it's very sweet so i mean if you're a huge sweet person if i don't know sunset on the beach or whatever mixed drink is your jam do that if you're a gin and tonic person it's gonna be way too sweet for you. <laughs> um one side note i actually don't know that i paid attention to it before but this can is ridiculous the artwork on it's like some weird tribally thing yeah it is fantastic it's very intricate it's good to look at um i don't know what it is or it's like a doodle is anything what it, is. it is a yeah. doodle that <laughs> it, might be it it, it might be a doodle that's notebook doodling where you just make the crazy loops and everything you make flowers and yeah. loops all over the place that's so so just uh for an additional note on that uh you say it's a notebook doodle yeah the background of the uh, label is oh notebook look at paper. that it is oh i didn't i never got that yeah nope. no look it's yeah. college ruled notebook paper yeah oh so it is yeah i never got close enough to the can until now so oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is a doodle yeah. okay i was right <laughs> nice and then the uh the matte black is definitely my gold place winner there um i don't really know what else to say about it if if you hate coffee don't drink it <laughs> like sometimes like you can pick up that's a true. beer that says it's like you know vanilla coffee whatever and it's kind of all blends together so it's more frappuccino than anything like no this is coffee it is a coffee lager end of story so i like that it's five percent so you can keep drinking them and i uh, basically drink black coffee from 5 30 a.m till 5 30 p.m every day so that's my jam right on it fits in there (laughs) yeah that schedule (laughs) that's all i got (laughs) So for me, I'll uh, I'll jump on this podium bandwagon. Uh, I'll start with the bronze medal position to the surprise of pretty much no one. I'm gonna <laughs> put the Cigar City, the Space Pope there. Uh, yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> gasps from the audience. <laughs> the uh, the the folks that were taking wagers out in Vegas are losing their shit because they lost a whole bunch of money because mm-hmm. nobody expected me to put an IPA in the bronze medal position. But here we are. 
Uh, it, it's not a bad beer. Uh, you guys covered it quite well, and you guys uh, enjoy IPAs and understand IPAs a lot better than I do, but you said everything correctly. Yes, it's a good beer. It's a well-crafted beer, but it doesn't really jump out. Uh, and especially for me, since it's not my jam, it didn't do enough to, to jump up. Uh, so if you are an IPA person, grab it. It's a good beer for an IPA, for the style. It's just not... Not for me, so it goes in the bronze medal position. So, between silver and gold, this is where things get a lot more interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit here. Because these are both really good beers. Uh, and I would have no problem putting either one in either position. Uh, because they are both that good and they are that closely tied. However, I am going to put the intercoastal in the silver medal position. I'm going to put the one big doodle there. Uh, for one... One simple reason, uh, and it was brought up previously, is that the the coffee uh, Schwartz beer, <laughs> it's, it's it's not just a lager, it's a black lager, it's a Schwartz beer. Uh, Schwartz beer. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is a little bit lighter, and I it kind of comes down to personal preference. I like coffee beers a little bit more than I like you know big desserty beers. So the one big doodle, great beer. I could see myself having one. Can't have two or three or four or six. I can think about doing that with the matte black. I would have zero problem having that one big doodle in my fridge, but I'm also going to have more of the matte black in my fridge. Yeah. So that gets the gold medal position. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason is I I think I can drink a little bit more of the matte black, so that's going to go in the gold level position. As just a note from a freelancer, Mm -hmm. I would probably drink the matte black just as during the day. Yeah, even yeah. while I'm working. <laughs> yeah, because I can do that. You oh, guys yeah. can. <laughs> well, I mean, it's five percent. It's low yeah. enough. It's not gonna mess you up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna get tore up on it. The the one big doodle is eight yeah. percent. So yeah. it's you're getting Oof. a lot of flavor and a lot of alcohol in one swoop there. So it, it's yeah. the kind of beer. It, once you get past the age of twenty five, you kind of have to start planning around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure the rest of your calendar is clear for the next hour or two. Also, I told Steve um, at the last beer tasting, I actually did drug myself with a 17% beer <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> oh, the next day hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I had one tiny little 5% beer and then a 17% beer, and I was done. Was I didn't even finish it, and I was done. <laughs> I left like two inches in the glass, and oh. <laughs> Somebody else get this. Yeah. <laughs> Comparably speaking, 8% is tolerable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. not an all-day drinker. Yeah, mm-hmm. 17%. You kind of know. I mean, assuming you know that you're drinking 17%, right. <laughs> you know that, oh, hey, I'm probably going to get wrecked up on this. Yeah. You you plan for it. I go, today's the day I'm having yes. the worldwide sell. Yes. <laughs> it was an afterthought because I thought I saw 7 Ah. I did not. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you did. Yeah, I it saw was just a seven by a one before yeah. that. And so Your thumb I covered like the one. Got a little bit into it, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm already buzzed, and I've had two sips. And I went back and looked at the can, and I'm like, oh, basically doing shots now. <laughs> Got it. Oh no, crap. Oh no, things have gone bad. <laughs> oh man, did they? Yeah. All right, Katie. Well, did you have fun on your first time? I did. Thank you for having me. Well, thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank Greatly you for bringing us beer. It from around the world yeah around the world i can by florida i mean that yeah <laughs> in texas florida texas that's probably canada it. um in probably like a year and a half from now i can try and get you something from guam 
Ooh. All right. Does Guam have breweries? Yeah, they have a mango beer. Ooh. It's Mungo. It's okay. If you're already <laughs> okay. if you're already hammered, they're great. <laughs> All right. Huh. Um I like to think that in a year and a half we're gonna be a standard segment on Good Morning America. So you're gonna have to travel to New York to bring those beers? No, that's fine. Good morning, America. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. I fly for free. I wanna so. be on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Well, both. Yeah. How's that? I wanna be on Netflix. Dear Actually, Netflix. Honestly, I wanna bring you more from Intracoastal, but I just wanna go back to Intracoastal. <laughs> that's, that's just your reason. Intercoastal's always welcome to send some up too. They make a really good beer. Yeah. Hey, Intercoastal, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the podcast every Friday as you should, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review because we are a six star show. But they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than going into breweries and telling them you have 24 years of experience. <laughs> you <laughs> then jag off. Ditching out. You fucking tool bag. You're going to hell. <laughs> You're a bad person. I hope you feel bad. Santa ain't bringing you shit. <laughs> and that's about all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends. Share it. Let everybody know. Final words from other people. Go. Uh, Katie, thank you for being on. Thank you for bringing the beers. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you for being a fan of the show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, you're more than welcome to come back. I would gladly. A good time. I would gladly come back. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Praise and adulations. Oh, and keep dead animals and hand grenades out of fast food restaurants. <laughs> Please do that as well. PSA. <laughs> also, don't put a grenade inside a dead animal and take it inside a Taco Bell. You know what? That just might come up as our new Prices Right sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, folks, keep your dead animals and hand grenades out of fast food restaurants. <laughs> we'll see you next week with episode 94. <laughs> 